Hello guys, happy Friday. I'm recording this sitting on my couch. It's officially finals week, you guys, and normally that would be a super like, you know, school stressful time for me, but I am sitting here. Becca is at her first exam. I know she's doing amazing. I'm waiting for her to get back and I actually don't have any actual exams, which is amazing. So I am just basking in that, really enjoying it because I've had more than my fair share of incredibly stressful exam situations in my many, many years of education. So we're just going with it and enjoying the moment, but I hope you guys are having an amazing day. I was trying to think of different topics that I wanted to talk about in this episode and I was kind of like scrolling through different ideas like trying to think of things and the thing I really want to talk about this week is passion projects and I feel like that's not like a great term but I'm kind of using it as just an umbrella term to talk about anything that's just been like a big dream of yours and I feel like more specifically like this is kind of oriented towards starting a business or something like that, like not really hobby kind of stuff, but I feel like it can still apply to like almost anything. So that's what we're talking about today. Being in your passion project era, I'm going to share like five steps that can really be applied to anything, like I said, and honestly work in any order to just get the ball rolling. And I always say that the kind of like the hardest part of achieving something that you really want is just starting and it's honestly usually not even that hard we just like make it really big in our heads and really scary and unachievable when we really don't need to do that so I really hope this is helpful and honestly I feel like with this kind of like mentality and these kind of simplified steps you can really achieve a lot like in 2023 like I know we're in May already but that doesn't mean that you don't have like more than enough time to achieve one of your dream goals, to start that business, that podcast, whatever it is that you feel like, I really want to try that or like do that. This is for you. So let's get into it. Okay. So like I said, this is going to be a five steps to being in your passion project era. But again, this is not like something that you necessarily have to do in order. I feel like you can kind of shuffle these around, use them all at the same time, whatever works for you. But the first step, step number one, and I've been practicing this a lot lately, is breaking things down into steps. Like I cannot emphasize how important this is you can take an absolutely monumental task and break it down into little teeny tiny pieces and suddenly it's like no big deal and you can totally achieve it and even if you only work on a teeny little eatsy bit every single day that still means you're working on it and you're getting things done and you're one step closer to making things happen which is incredible and I've been really really using that this week because I've had this like really long list of like life admin tasks that I've been avoiding because I don't like doing them like paying my credit card doing my monthly finances paying my taxes like just like stuff that we all have to do but it's really not fun and I don't know I just have a lot of anxiety around those types of things because I just catastrophize in my mind about them which I'm trying really hard not to do 
but it happens. So I've really been avoiding those because I don't like those tasks. I don't think they're fun. So I don't want to do them. And honestly, like my most productive days is when I get to do things that I think they're fun. Like I think editing videos is fun. So getting to do that as like a job aspect is so amazing. I can be super productive doing that because it's not challenging. It's not boring. It's not really stressful for me. So that's just kind of an example. But I've been really breaking those things down into little tiny steps. So I made myself like a big list of things I need to have done by the end of the week. But then I'm only making myself do like one a day. And that's super, super doable for me. And I've been trying to do them like more in the morning hours so that I'm not worrying about it for the rest of the day and that's just an example of taking something stressful that you don't really like or that just seems like a big deal and breaking it down into little steps and you should do this honestly with anything that you're working on in your life like I found this so so helpful and anything I want to accomplish so definitely take that with you I just find it so, so helpful. Okay, step number two. <laughs> I feel like some of these might sound counterintuitive, but I promise they can definitely work together and coexist. It just depends on the situation, what you need at the moment. But step two is be flexible. <laughs> this is what I wrote. I wrote, be flexible and follow the fun. So this obviously is very broad like all of these because we want to apply to whatever it is that you're working on but the first little section of that be flexible is super super important like you need to be able to I find this word so annoying but it's very very applicable is being able to pivot so if something doesn't go your way, cool. Like we're just going to change course. We're going to switch it up, try something different. If you don't like, for example, maybe you are wanting to start a YouTube channel. Maybe you try an editing platform and you're like, oh my gosh, this sucks. I do not like this platform. It doesn't work for me. That doesn't mean that you don't like editing. Maybe you just need to try another platform. And of course, if you don't like that one, like maybe try something else. But just kind of like have that sense of like, okay, like whatever's going to work out for me is meant to work out for me. And if something's not working, that could be a sign. Like we're just going to pivot. We're going to shift. We're going to try something else. And when these things have happened to me in terms of like different projects that I've wanted to do, oftentimes I feel like the things that didn't work out have led me to try something else that is even better and more fun and just a better choice for me overall. So definitely being flexible in that way is super important. The second part of that is follow the fun. And that's what I was just talking about in terms of like editing for me. I can be really productive at it because it doesn't really feel super like work to me. So find those things in your life that correspond to this project and be like, okay, what's like really fun for me? What do I really like doing? And maybe that's the first step that you need to take to find what that passion project actually is. What could you spend like hours doing and being like, oh my gosh, like totally lose track of time, just having a good time, like totally zen in that zone. Find what that is for you. And again, it's going to take trial and error, but you might already know what that is, which is so freaking cool. So find those things that are actually fun and enjoyable because doing tasks and honestly, why would you even want to do something that's a quote passion project if it's not fun? You know what I mean? If it's not enjoyable in some way. So definitely that is a good combo to be flexible and follow the fun. 
You guys, I feel like I'm talking really fast today. I don't know why. I promise I haven't had any more than my usual amount of caffeine. Like, I literally just had some cold brew this morning and I just drank like 12 ounces of mint tea because I wasn't feeling great. And that definitely does not have caffeine in it. So I'm sorry if I'm talking really fast, but you know what? We're just going to go with it. But step three is to make a reasonable schedule for yourself. And again, I know I just mentioned this, that these things can seem counterintuitive. It's like, oh my gosh, you want me to be flexible, but also make a schedule. And yes, I promise they can totally work together. If there's like a project that you want to accomplish, again, I, you know, I always talk about social media on here because that's like what I do, but it does. So make a schedule that's reasonable for you. Don't jump in and expect yourself to, you know, just be starting at a thousand percent. Like don't put that much pressure on yourself. And again, this is basically saying like break it down into steps, but make sure that those steps are spaced out in like a reasonable manner. Don't try to shove a whole bunch of stuff at yourself at once because also you don't want to like burn yourself out before you even start like that's not fun so taking like actionable steps and again making sure that they are spaced out that they make sense that you're not trying to like get a hundred thousand subscribers in a year like that's an awesome goal and yes people have done that <laughs> but that doesn't mean that that's going to be like sustainable happy fun vibes for you you know so definitely keep that scheduling aspect in mind Okay, number four. I don't think I've done an episode on this before, but I've talked about it a lot. I feel like I've seen so many people, awesome podcasters, really talk about this topic and make episodes about it. So I might need to make like a whole separate episode, but I fully believe this. Being cringe is the secret to success, like actually. And I know Again, that sounds like super weird. You're like, what are you talking about? Like, that doesn't make sense. But going like a little bit out of your comfort zone and removing people's like opinions of what you're doing in like obviously reasonable sense is so incredible because it just allows you to open up the doors. Like, be cringe by making a YouTube channel. Like, I make YouTube videos every week. It's super cringe. Like, whatever. I love it. It's super fun. And if I was afraid of being like that cringy YouTube girl, I wouldn't be where I am today. I would never have started the channel in the first place. And yes, I did have those fears and I still feel like that a lot of the time and think like, what am I doing? Like, this is so weird. Like, no one gets it. Like, this is like awkward. Why am I doing this? But despite having those feelings, I'm still like, okay, but this is really fun. Like, I really like this. I'm really enjoying myself. And overcoming that barrier of being afraid of being cringy it's just like one of the biggest hurdles that you're going to get over. And again, I use social media as an example because that's what I know and that is so relevant. And honestly, you know, whatever it is you're doing in the world today, whatever dream or passion, social media is almost always going to be an aspect of that, you know, whether you like it or not. That's just kind of how things work now. Like that's how we communicate. That's how we get our brands out there, our dreams, meet new people, etc. So it's all really, really tied together. But getting over that fear of being cringe is, like I said, like probably the biggest step you can take into really becoming that like passion project a girl this year. Okay, number five, (laughs) 
when I wrote down this like little outline for this episode for number five I wrote down dream it up curly pop (laughs) so we're gonna call step number five dream it up curly pop um (laughs) that's just what we're calling it but honestly the kind of this sounds really simple and obvious but sometimes it's not just getting that inspiration for whatever it is you want to do is so powerful like go on pinterest find pictures of whatever it is you want to make whatever etsy shop kind of vibe you want to create whatever it is just get some kind of inspiration and seeing what other people are doing can be so inspiring so motivating give you great new ideas and just make you excited about what you're doing because when like again i know i'm like a broken record right now if you're not having fun with what you're doing if you're not excited about it then like you know in some sense it's like what's the point you know why would you want to keep doing this over and over again if you're not having a good time so constantly seeking out those sources of inspiration and um, another really good episode i made one about comparison and how comparison is the thief of joy go listen to that if you struggle with that because that you know obviously ties right in with inspiration because sometimes it's really hard not to let comparison be dragged into that process so definitely go listen to that because I think that's important to acknowledge as well but finding inspiration in others and others work in visuals whatever it is is so so powerful and trying to get a little bit of that every day is so motivating and again gives you new ideas just keeps it fresh in your mind and reminds you why you want to do this awesome passion project this year. Okay, that has been my very fast talking episode. I know, I I don't know. Again, I feel like I've had a lot of coffee, but I promise I have not. It's just one of those days, I guess. But I hope this little bite-sized episode was helpful for you guys. Definitely let me know if there are specific topics or anything that you want me to talk about because I have been struggling lately oh my god can you hear the cart outside sorry the maintenance guy is rolling a cart down the hallway and it sounds a little bit like a thunderstorm but anyway let me know if there are any topics you guys want me to talk about because I've kind of been struggling to think of topic ideas recently because I've done almost 40 podcast episodes at this point, and that's a lot of topics. So anyway, let me know. But until then, I'll see you guys over on my socials in linked in the show notes as always. And I'll talk to you later. Bye.